Hey guys, so I have a very special guest here on the podcast. Uh, I told a couple people about this and they were super excited because um, they know this person and they're kind of like, man, he's so mysterious, so quiet. So now we kind of get to hear a little bit about him and um, <laughs> I'm going to let him introduce himself. Go ahead, Vic. What's up, guys? Uh, my name is Victor Martinez. Uh, I fight professionally and I'm from Far, Texas. How old are you? Um, 31. 31. Yeah. Okay. So Victor fights um, MMA, yes, right? right? MMA jiu-jitsu. And how how long have you been fighting? Uh, fighting? I've been competing, I want to say, about 10 years. Competing? Competing. Not training, though. Not training. Yeah. Competing for 10 years. And how old were you when you started, like... Training? Jiu-jitsu uh, and everything. Well, when I first started training... Anything, it was when I was 17. Mm. Uh, no, 16, sorry. I was a junior, junior going to senior in high school. Mm-hmm. And uh, I started training jiu-jitsu. That was the first thing, or martial arts that I started Martial arts. Because I know it's a process, right? It's not, it's like similar to Taekwondo where you like get your belt and you earn it. But I think the way I've heard of it before is like it. The, each belt has different levels, right? Before you... Yeah, well, it's the same thing, I'm sure. I've never did Taekwondo, so I don't know how their belt system works and all that. But I'm pretty sure it's the same thing. I mean, you have to put in the mat time. You got to train. You got to know certain things by a certain uh, time frame. And how old were you when you got your black belt? When I got my black belt, I was... It took me like 10 years to get it. So, so so 26. Yeah, I was like 26, 27. Like 27. 27. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's safe to say you've been into this like jujitsu fighting um, training for 15 solid years, right? 16. Yeah. Now you're 31. Yeah, like 15. So 15 yeah. solid years. Yeah. So you're. But I mean, I started with jujitsu and yeah. then I crossed over to MMA and uh, probably like a year and a half in. Uh-huh. And I still trained my jujitsu. Like I was actually training right now in jujitsu and then I came over here. But. Uh, but yeah, like I, once I tr- jumped over to MMA, I kind of just focused a little bit more on that, and and because it's 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 a, it's a different type of jujitsu in MMA than just your your original sport of jujitsu. Okay. You know, there's certain things that you can't do in MMA with jujitsu that you'll get away with in uh, in uh, regular jujitsu because there's punches now involved, mm, so you okay. can't be in certain positions and stuff like that. So. Uh, for too long, like like you can in, the, in the, just the sport of jujitsu. Mm-hmm. So, I started with that, and uh, my coach at the time, I, w- I would tell him, uh, I want to I want to do the stand up, I want to do MMA, you know. But at the time, there was here in the valley, there was not really any any MMA schools. It was real, it was new, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. We we used to have an organization here, at STFC, and uh, there's been a lot of good fighters. Uh, that fought there and, and, and that uh, organization, and I wanted to try that. So I did like a year and a half of just strictly jiu-jitsu. I did two tournaments throughout that time frame, I think, two or three, and then um, I, I met my first MMA coach. Uh, I started, I stuck with him for about two years, three years maybe, and uh, he helped me out for my first fight. 
and I lost my first fight. Uh, not because of him or whatever. It's just, uh, I think it was lack of experience. Yeah. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I was barely getting my feet wet. I fought at 170. I should have fought at 170, 170. They're, they're just too Yeah, big. there's like so many little components to fighting, even like with boxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah so I get it. Um, but right now you train with Diego, yeah, right? Yeah, I train with Diego, yeah. You'd, how long have you been training with Diego? Ah, uh, man, me and Diego know each other probably like 13 and he has like he has like a few UFC fights under his belt, right? Oh yeah, he has a lot. He's been in the UFC. I don't know exactly what year it was, but he's been in the UFC for a long time, and uh, he was uh, like top ten, you know. Uh, and that's very hard to accomplish. Be top ten in the UFC, like that's 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 a hard thing to do because you're fighting the best the best in the world. And what's it, what's his um, weight category? One fifty five, also. One fifty five. Yeah. So would that would that be like featherweight? Like featherweight is forty five. It switches. I know boxing has yeah. more weight classes than MMA. Yeah. Uh, but in MMA, it switches to like. Yeah, I'm a little bit more familiar with boxing because my dad I, loves boxing, uh-huh. so I grew up watching like all the boxing fights and the uh-huh. fighters. So um, I'm just getting into UFC though because I just feel like it's more authentic. The fighters are still fighting and they. You know, they're still skilled, and I feel just boxing has gone into a whole, like, money dog and pony show. So I don't feel like it's real anymore. So that's why I Well, there's with... some boxing fights. Like, uh, I like Top Rank a lot, the organization Top Rank. And uh, there's some fighters there that are good. I'm a huge uh, Lomachenko fan. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I feel like that weight class is... Uh, it's more like it's real still, you know. It's yeah. not. It's not all about the money. Yeah. And, uh, and they actually match up good fights there and stuff. And so I like watching them fight uh, the guys in that in that weight class. But man, MMA is just something different, you know. Mm-hmm. And I mean, of course, if you ask a boxer, a boxer's gonna say boxing is harder. And if you ask an MMA fighter, MMA is harder. And I've trained. I've trained. I do a lot of training with boxers. Uh, I trained with uh, well, my boxing coach, Coach Rick. You know, he's started me from the bottom. And uh, and then I also go to a boxing gym to train my boxing, uh, Rubaldino. You oh, know? okay, okay. Yeah, I go with Rocky and uh, Rocky Rubaldino. There's, so there's three of them. He's the middle brother. And then uh, I train a lot with the younger brother, uh, but he works out of town and stuff. So when he's in town, I get I get with him a lot. And, uh, and man, I just love training boxing so much with him. I like the way he makes me move. I like his footwork. Like, uh, his understanding of, of, of boxing is just, is good, you know? And what trips me out is that that he doesn't get the recognition he should get, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I feel like he's such a good coach, and, and he would help a lot of these guys that are in MMA out if 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 those guys would, like, give themselves to, to him and and, uh, and go to their gym and put in the work with him and stuff like that. I've, uh, Why do you think he doesn't get the recognition? Like, just... He he's doesn't put himself uh, out there, or... Um, he's real... And that's why I like him, too, because he's real to himself. Like, he's just kind of, like... He doesn't have social media. He doesn't oh, do any of okay. that. okay. So he's very you know? low-key. Yeah, he's low very key. private. That's what I like about him. And uh, and he's just a straight-up a straight up dude, you know? And, and he, he he's cool with me. He keeps it cool. But when we're training, he's hard on me, you know? And and, mm-hmm. and that's what I like. And he's not on, uh, on social media, like doing what other social media coaches do, you know, coaches on social media do, you know, whatever. Um, he's real low-key, and, and and he understands the game really well. Yeah. And he, he's been around it since since uh, since he was a kid. 
his dad was a professional boxer and he made it really high up in the rankings. Oh, okay. uh, so it kind of like uh, they grew up around it, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I like training with Rock. Uh, he's a good, he's a really good coach. That I, was actually I had sent you some questions and uh, I told a few people, a handful of people, that I would be interviewing you and uh-huh. they had some questions for you and that was actually one of them. Uh, it was how big of an impact has Coach Rick had on your boxing skills? And well, I mean, much, yeah, Coach Rick has had out of all my coaches, I would say Coach Rick and, and Diego. Uh, they're with me since the beginning, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to stop fighting after my second fight. Because it just wasn't going my way, you know. And mm-hmm. then uh, Diego and Coach Rick barely came into my life uh, during my second fight. I was already getting, I was already in camp for it. Oh, okay. And uh, so I kind of, when they came in, I kind of didn't know them very well yet and stuff. But they were there to help me, and they were helping me, and uh, and they were part of my corner when I fought that fight. I lost it. I got submitted, and then. I started getting closer with Diego, and Diego was like, no, nah, let's do it again. Let's try it again. Like, you weren't doing bad, you know. You just got caught, and, and let's, let's give it another shot. So then uh, me and my first coach kind of fell off. Uh, I have nothing, but I don't have any bad things to say about him. Like, he actually helped me out a lot, too. You know, he introduced me to the sport, you know. So so I can't say anything bad about him. But we just kind of just didn't see eye to eye on certain things. So we fell off, and I started training more with Diego and Coach Rick. And, uh, and man, I just leveled up, I feel, you know, like, uh, what do you think that they provided for you? Like that, you know, where that shift was, where you leveled up, like, what did they do for you? Were they just like more motivating or they just have, I think they were more like, they were both a lot more motivating for sure. And Coach Rick just has that charisma, you know. Like he reminds me of a uh, of a uh, Mickey from Rocky. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like he has that. He like he's always like he's always in the gym. He's always high energy. Uh, if he sees you down, he's gonna push you. Like it don't matter if you're just there to train, just to train, mm-hmm. or if you're if you're a fighter. Like uh, he just always like picks you up, you know. Yeah. And uh, that's what we love having that like him around the gym. He he's a he's just a good good vibe, you know. Good and, vibe, yeah. yeah. And uh, and we we love him to death, you know. Me me and Diego, everybody at the gym loves him, you know. Not just me and him, but me and Diego have had like uh, a lot of experiences with him because he's gone to our fights. He's we've taken him out of town, you know. Uh, he's always like he's always around us. He's always mm-hmm. with us. So before Diego got signed to the UFC, we we used to go. Uh, he used to fight for an organization called Legacy. And all of us would get in the car and fit in there, like, 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 uh, and drive like to Houston or to Dallas, wherever the fight would be at, and we'd be all squished in there, like, going to the fight, stay at the hotel. So it was, it was all these little, like, uh, experiences that we had, the three of us, you know, and then uh, and and Diego's wife too, Yvonne, you know, she's been with us from the, since the beginning too. So it was always us four, you mm-hmm. know, like in the car. And when we'd be there with all the bags and shit, we're going. Uh, he was the one that would fight the most out of town, so I, I would fight a lot of uh, here at STFC when STFC was still around here in the valley. Mm-hmm. So when we would go out of town, it was for mostly for his fights, and uh, staying at the hotels and experiencing all that was it was cool, you know. And it's good memories. Uh, we talk about it, we chop it up, and we talk sometimes, and we're just like, damn, we can't remember, like. 
all those trips that we took and shit. Like, uh, it was it's a good time, you know. And the stories that we had, and the stories, the things that happened during the camp. Every camp is different, you know, and, and it's, it's just fun, you know. And Coach Rick's always been there, uh, so just I'm just grateful for him. Yeah. Um, and that's interesting that you were talking about, like, you almost gave up, and then you just kind of switched coaches. What is, and I know um, a couple people asked different, the same question. They were like, what is the hardest, like, what is the most challenging thing, as I guess, as a fighter that you face? Mm, the most challenging thing, I think, it, I think, I, I wouldn't say I can speak for every fighter, but a lot of the fighters that I do talk to, it's the men- it's the mental. It's mental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's mental. Because, man, uh, I try to keep it cool and always smiling and shit, right? But when I have a fight, I fight with myself so many times yeah. in my head. My fight, the fight before it even happens has happened in my mind already, like, a million ways, you know? And, 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 uh, and it's just something that is just there marinating in my head throughout the whole camp. And I'm just kind of like, man, I need to get my mind off of it. So, uh... What's the big? What's the battle that you're just gonna lose, or you're not good enough, or? So, it's always a little bit different. Just different doubts. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, like uh, sometimes I'll start thinking like maybe he, uh, he's better than me here. What if he catches me like this, or, mm-hmm. or if I'm in this position, like I don't know what to do. What would I do here? Uh, am I good enough to compete? Like right now that I'm getting ready for my first UFC fight, like. Am I good enough to compete at that level? You know, am I ready for this? Mm-hmm. So it's just a bunch of, I uh, I guess, negative thoughts in my head. That you're not good enough or, like, you're not ready. Yeah. and uh-huh. uh, But then I just, I man, you just got to check yourself and just be like, nah, fuck that. Like, I made it here. I'm here for a reason. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, it's hard to make it there. You know, so it's it's the fact that you already made it there. Yeah, they got to that point. Yeah, it yeah. Means a lot. I mean, yeah, exactly. So it's like if I already got there, I mean, I've already uh, fought everybody that that they gave me. That was the, I guess you could say the best in the regional scene. Mm-hmm. That's what got me to the UFC. So, so uh, who am, like who am I to say that? Who's anybody to say that I'm not ready? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I feel ready. Like I mentally, I feel good. I feel ready, and I'm, 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 I'm I always train hard, and 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 I feel like I put in the work. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I was about to say something right now. Like that's the thing with the um, Rocky movie that I think everybody gets real caught up in it because he's uh, in in the. First, I'll tell you. I'll tell you my honest opinion when I first start when I first watched the Rocky movie. I was like, what is this? He loses. Like, what is so oh, good the about... First fight? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. the first movie. I think like, he loses. Like, what's so good about this movie? And like, my ex-husband is in love with that movie. Like, he loves Rocky. But he's like, no, that's what makes it great. Like, in his mind, like, he won because he fought all 12 rounds and he yeah. lasted all 12 rounds with this fighter that was supposed to knock him out. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, like, he was nobody. And he was nobody. Yeah. So, like, now he's somebody and now they're like, who's this? Who's this guy? Who's this? The Italian stallion because he lasted all 12 rounds and he just kept getting back up just kept getting it back up and there's a part in the movie and uh david goggins references this part too where he's like that look on apollo when rocky keeps getting back up and he's like man like this guy again like he doesn't quit like he doesn't stop he just keeps getting back up he's like i'm tired like you know 
And I think that's what makes Rocky, like, great because... Yeah, for sure, definitely. Like, that is one thing that... I'm not going to say that uh, I was, like, I was... I was born with that, you know what yeah. I mean? Because I wasn't. <laughs> like, I never did sports. You know, I would do sports when my parents put me in, like, baseball or at the Boys and Girls Club or yeah. soccer or whatever. But it was never competitive for me. It was always like, I'm just here because I they signed me up, you yeah. know? And yeah. then when, when I started training with Diego, he's a, he installed that in me. Like, man, that dude has such a strong mindset yeah. because he's been through so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not going to go into everything that he's been through, but... He's been through a lot of stuff, you know, to get here and to do and to be successful as he is. Uh, I can say, I mean, I look up to him, you know, and uh, and and he's installed that in my mind. Like that like, fighter. Yeah. Like, don't fighter. give up. Like, yeah. And, and I think I've shown that in my fights, you know, uh, my last fight, uh, he, he the guy hurt me in the first round. He, he knocked me down with some punches. And in my mind, as soon as he knocked me down, I was like, fuck, like, he's not going to take my dream from me. Like, and that's mm-hmm. one thing that always comes into my mind when I get in a bad position in any fight. Uh, like, I always think to myself, so I'm going to go, I'm going to backtrack a little bit. Uh, I, me and Diego go train at this gym called Fortis MMA in, in Dallas, right? Oh, okay. And, uh, and our coach, the head coach from over there is uh, Safe Saud. Yeah. When we first started training with this with with him with this with this team, uh, he he was training at another gym called Octagon MMA. It wasn't it wasn't Fortis yet. Fortis wasn't around yet, and he was working under that name. So this gym wasn't him or his or anything. So we started training at that gym, and uh, with with Coach Safe, and I, I remember I was getting ready for my first title fight, and uh, and I have. Like I'm just gonna talk about that because Luke, uh, I fought Luke Flores, he's, but he's my brother. Like I love that dude so much. Me and him became really good friends after we fought. He beat me. He got an arm. He beat me with an armbar, and uh, and that was my third loss. Yeah, that was my third loss. And uh, I was coming off a four fight win streak. I fought Luke. I lost. And then I, when we met up again with Coach Save after that fight, he told me, if you if you get Five or more losses on your record, it's going to be really hard for you to get into the UFC. So when he told me that, I was like, fuck, okay, I cannot lose no more. You know, I, I cannot afford to lose anymore. So after that fight, going into every fight, I hear him in my mind, in the back of my head, telling me that. Like, if I lose this fight, mm-hmm. I'm closer to not getting in. You know, so... Um, I went on a streak after that. Uh, so you noticed that after that, after that mindset, like I cannot lose this fight. Yeah, like I you started notice. winning. I just started winning and not giving up. Like every fight I was in, I was always in a bad. I was I'd be in a bad position, and I and those thoughts would run in my mind, and it would get me out of those bad positions because I wasn't gonna let this guy just take everything that I worked so hard for. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of everything, my main goal is. To give my mom something back, you know that's that's my main goal. So as soon as I'm done with the UFC and everything like that, I want to say to her like, like I uh, just chill, you know, like rest, you know, enjoy it, you know, because all this that I did is for her, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's another thing that runs through my mind every fight too is her, you know. I have her in my head, I have her in my mind. My dad, of course. Uh, so, so I mean, it, it just feels good to to yeah. To well, that's that's your why. 
that's that's why you do it because a lot of the times and um <clears throat> David Goggins also talks about this is your why. Mm-hmm. Why are you doing it? Because a lot of people are like, well, I want money. Or like, you know, I, I and this oh, this frustrates me so much. Personally, it frustrates me. When people focus so much on money and it's like, yeah, 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 okay, so like I'm doing this because I'm gonna get so much money, I'm gonna get so much money. It's like if if you run on that on that fuel, that's not gonna last you very long. You're gonna get frustrated and because money comes and goes. You have to focus on your why. Yeah. So That's not true. once have I heard you say, oh, like, you know, I'm going to be like this UFC fighter. I'm going to be like, I'm going to have so much money. No, you're saying like, I'm doing this for my mom. I'm doing this for my dad. I'm doing this like for me because I'm telling myself like I've worked so hard for this. So that's your why. And I, I want to point that out because I think that that's what separates like great people from like average people because... I feel like so many people focus on money, money, I mean, money, 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 money. And yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a good driving force. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, if uh, I mean, of course, I wanted to make it to the UFC to make money, of course, right? Uh, but dang, like, after putting 10 years of hard work in the regional scene and not making that much money, I feel mm-hmm. like I deserve it now. You know what I mean? Like, I, fuck, I put in so much work and stuff, and I need that money to make it for my mom easier you know mm-hmm. so i mean of course that is part of the goal too you know like uh i, I like I, like my my mind is like i need to win this fight so i can make so like when you fight you get paid a certain amount just to go fight and mm-hmm. make weight and then when you win you get another chunk right so shit i want that chunk <laughs> you know what i mean and, and i want that win on my record why because when i get it i can say to my mom here you go like Mm-hmm. You know, like this is for you, and I, and ever since, even when even when I don't get the win, I always uh, give her some money. You know, because I mean, damn, she she uh, she put her neck on the line for me when I was coming up. You know, and and uh, at one point I was like bad, I guess you can say. <laughs> you know, and uh, and she got me out of a lot of trouble. Yeah. You know, and. Uh, and I'm not going to say, like, oh, I'm this uh, like gangster and this and that, and I did all this crazy shit. But I was going through a rough time when my dad passed, and, mm-hmm. and, and I just did stupid shit that I shouldn't have been doing. And uh, and she got me out of all that, and and I, and I just feel like I owe her that now, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, so my goal is she retires in two years. I couldn't get her to retire sooner, but when she retires, she's going to chill. She's not going to do a damn thing. Mm-hmm. That's my goal, yeah. And that's your... That's, a, yeah. said, that's your why that's yeah. what motivates you and you know actually that was one of my questions that I was going to ask you because I remember the first time I I actually like met you because apparently we went to high school together and yeah, I never even knew <laughs> I never even knew <laughs> but then you and no it, it gets better you were close with one of my closest friends and I, I never even met you that way it's weird I know that is crazy so then when I uh, first, it's already going to be like a year when I first like met you. Met you. Uh-huh. I remember you had said that after each fight, you you have like a ritual that you do for your dad. Well, I mean, I I, I always or like uh, that you do something right, like to honor your dad on your. I fights. just point up and just yeah. smile up because. Uh, yeah. Ah, shit, I hate talking about this because I get all emotional, but because I know he's not like, ah, you motherfucker, you did it. You know yeah. What I mean? like, yeah. Like, it's, it's funny, you know. Yeah. And, uh, but I mean, I always, I always uh, uh, thank God 
in him, you know, so. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's very, um, that's part of your why, and I think that, you know, everybody's got, you know, everybody that works hard and, you know, just moving forward, moving forward, moving forward has that to them, you know, that, that, that there's something there that they're working towards for something there that gets them back up when, you know, shit gets hard. Because I'm sure, like, as a fighter, like you're saying, you have so many moments where you're just going to give up, right? Especially if you lose or, you know, you're like, okay, I'm not good. I don't belong here. But Even, even like, during the fights, like, uh, I'm sure other fighters go through this, too. Like, because I know I do. When I'm in the fight, sometimes you're in a bad position and you might the guy might hit you and you're hurt or whatever. You have that argument with yourself. Like, do I find a way out? This is my way out. Do I want it to stop? Mm. You know what I mean? Or fuck that. Like I'm I'm hurt, but I'm gonna recover. You know what I mean? And 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 I think uh well I'm gonna speak for myself, not anybody else, right? But uh when I have that argument with myself, the trainings that I get and the people that I've surrounded myself with don't make me go to I'm looking for a way out. You know what I mean? They always like you better get the fuck out. You know, you better find a way out. You better recover or whatever it is, but you got to find a way to win. Uh, training with Diego, training with the, the guys up there in Fortis has taught me that. You know, that's one thing that, that uh, uh, I've learned training with Coach Safe. He always he always tells us, uh, find, you got to find a way to win. Like, like, there's always a way out. There's always a way to win. You just got to find it. You know, mm-hmm. and and when you have those arguments with yourself during the fight, like, ah, man, like, I, like I'm hurt. Like, this is my way out. I'm gonna quit because I, I'm tired or whatever. So I'm uh, I'm gonna give my neck or I'm gonna, I'm gonna give my arm so I can tap. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, okay, like, okay. Like, there's always a little fight you have with yourself in your head when you're in there, and uh, man, you just can't quit. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, there was just, a fight. Um... Oh, I'm trying to remember the. Was it McGregor and the Cowboy, where he just like kicked him and knocked him out within the first round? Yeah, he beat him in the first. Yeah. Right, uh-huh. and uh, me and my uh, youngest brother, because he's like super into like MMA, UFC. I was and- there for that fight. Diego fought Anthony Perez that night. Yo, you, yeah, you were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my brother was so upset, and he's like, he's like, man, the Cowboy's a good fighter. He's like, how this happened to him? He's like. He, you know, he 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 got in his own head. He got in his own head. He goes, um, he's like, I think that's what happened. He got. Well, in I mean, Connor Connor is uh, like, yeah, he talks shit or whatever. He does what he does, right? But that's what makes him Connor. And and and, and like I said in the beginning, like yeah. it's a mind thing too. You know, yeah. he's real good at getting into his opponent's heads. Yeah. I mean, uh, and, and going back to what I was saying about finding a way out. I mean, sometimes it's a fight, too, you know, uh, just because you don't want to quit. Sometimes you just get hit and fuck, like, there's no way you're going to come back from that. No, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we're all human. We all, like, uh, like uh, mm-hmm. get disoriented when we get hit sometimes and stuff. And even though you don't want to quit, you want to keep fighting, sometimes it's just, that's it, you know? And uh, and and I can't speak for Donald Cerrone because Donald Cerrone is he's one of the best. He's been one of the best for a long time. Like, he's a legend, for sure. Like, he's uh, he's... I looked up to him when he, when I first started training. I loved watching his fights. I would always want to watch him and stuff. And and uh, so like 
I can't say like oh he was looking for a way out or he but no. I mean I did think I do think Connor got in his head but he yeah. gets into everybody's uh, yeah. opponent's head because that's his that's his thing that's you know that's tactic. what he likes yeah and and uh, uh, but yeah but, uh, that fight I was looking forward to it too I thought I thought it was gonna go a little bit longer you know it I mean it didn't go very long and it was just kind of one sided but I mean it's hard for people to say something. Mm-hmm. And so they're in there looking across, and it's yeah. that guy there. You yeah. know what I mean? No, yeah. So I, mean, I can sit here and say, oh, yeah, Cerrone, this, Cerrone, that. But shit, I've never been across the case from Conor McGregor, you know? <laughs> and, and he has, you yeah. know? So he knows how that feels. He knows yeah. that feeling. You know, uh, it's just, it's, it's, it's a different feel. Like, there's a lot of critics, and there's always people there saying this and that about fighters. Just, and it's crazy because uh, it's always about the fighting sports. Like, like I don't know what it is about people that they they always want to have their two I, cents in something. I think it's because you know fighting is you you have a stereotype right in fighting, and like the people are already like all hyped up. Yeah. So like yeah, poking yeah. at it, poking. I think like it makes for like a. Yeah, I mean, like I, I, I guess. I guess. I mean. You're, yeah. you're like your average fan you're there you're just watching it and you're with some friends and you get all hyped up and shit but I mean those people don't know yeah. what that person in that TV had to go through to get to that fight I've gone to you know? yeah I've gone to two UFC like fight cards I've been you know lucky enough to go and see them live and I was there with um, when uh, Amanda Nunez tapped oh, out okay. in Vegas Damn, and okay, dang the energy there was yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like, crazy. Like, but people like they're there and they start to get in the feel, and then like yeah, I always, yeah. I always make fun of it because it's like they think they start to think they're fighters, <laughs> and they get like wrong in the moment. Yeah. And, and 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 that's cool that it does that, you yeah. know, to the fan. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm not saying that that's that's a wrong feeling, but don't judge somebody because they lose, yeah, and talk shit. When you don't even know half of the shit that they have to go through, the, you know what I mean? The mental battle, like, the preparation. Yeah, like people always ask me, uh, "Who do you got for this fight? Like, who's gonna win? Who's gonna win?" It's like, man, like, to be honest with you, like I always give my truth. My, I mean, yeah, I have fighters that I, I'm like, yeah, I want him to win because I like this and this, yeah, uh, this style of his fighting or whatever. But, uh, but shit, I mean, when that hat doesn't happen, the other person wins. Hey, good for him. You know what I mean? Like. He put in work too. Like, who am I to say that he should? He doesn't deserve that. I mean, I'm sure he went through a lot of shit to get to the fight. Yeah. Uh, but but I mean, I always hear people just talking smack all the time. And do you and, think that the Rocky movies are pretty accurate though? Like describing like leading up to a fight or like training for a fight, like how meant? Because you know, there's I don't know if you've seen like the whole like all the movies like pop. I think there's like six, five, six, not including like the Apollo ones. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, there's one where, like, he doesn't even want to fight anymore. He's just like, no, like, I'm done. I'm done. And, like, they have to, like, get Damn, him. Which I, one's that? I don't, I've seen I don't know my Rocky movies. I don't know my Rocky movies, but I've seen them all uh-huh. multiple times. I just haven't seen them recently. That's why because, I haven't seen Because my ex is a huge Rocky fan, so I would sit down and watch them. And I grew to love them because... They're good movies. They're good. Yeah. Like, they're good movies. But I think it's Rocky... No, is it Rocky 2 or 3? I don't remember which one, but he's like, no, I don't want to fight anymore. I don't want to fight anymore. Like, I don't want to fight anymore. Like, and they have to go and get him, you know, to get back in the ring because he's just tired of, like, all that noise, right? Like, all that shit. Like, it got to his head. So, for a while, he's like, no, no, no. Like, no, I don't want to do it. And then, you know, they get him back in the ring eventually. But um, do you think they're accurate, like, to kind of show, like, 
all the struggles that a fighter kind of yeah, goes yeah, through I mean, and like the training and like it's so rigorous and yeah and i think that's why a lot of fighters like those movies too yeah. you know what i mean like i mean you have a uh, uh so many movies that are like about fighting yeah and i would say rockies are probably the best ones uh yeah, like there's not any other. Go anymore. watch, go watch him to get you ready for your fight. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have my own uh, uh, Rocky experience at the gym. I have, You're right. I have Coach Rick there. <laughs> <laughs> um, Victor is uh, fighting um, a UFC fight card on February 25th. Yes. So that's why I wanted to bring him on here, really, and just you know get him to talk about this because, like he's explained for the past half hour, he's worked. For many years, worked very hard towards this. So now is his time. You know, he's finally got a date uh, yeah. on a fight card. So, do you know anything about your opponent? Like so far, uh, like yeah, have you been studying uh, him or? So uh, I do study my opponents and stuff. Uh, I try to do that throughout the day, not so much at night, because it uh, like it fucks with you when you uh, when you watch it at night. Well, at oh, least okay. it does with me. You yeah. know. Uh, I watch it at night, and then I can't sleep. Then I'm tossing and turning. My mind's just running 100 miles an hour thinking about the fight. Like, what should I do this? What should I do there? So I'd rather just watch it in the day when I have things to do and stuff. When I have uh, a little bit of free time, I'll watch it. And then uh, I'll watch him. And then my mind will get off of it because I have to go do something else. You know? So I'm not thinking about it all the time. Mm-hmm. But when I watch it at night, and I'm already getting ready for bed, it's hard for me to sleep. No, yeah, I understand. You know? Because people say, like, that's... A very important part of your day, like when you go to bed, like what you do, like your ritual before you go to bed and then what you do when you wake up. Because those are things that's kind of like how you start your day and how you end your day. You know what I mean? So yeah. you don't want to start on those types of notes where you're going to be in self-doubt or you're going to be like anxious, you know? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I get anxious when I watch it at night. Uh, so I'd rather watch it either early in the morning, you know, or... Uh, uh, but most of the time, I watch it like midday. So you have started to kind of watch it, study him, and just kind of yeah, prepare well, for that. It's funny because I was supposed to, I was scheduled to fight him on April. Oh, this last April. Yeah, yeah, this year. Uh-huh. Me and him were scheduled to fight. Uh, so I'm gonna backtrack up a little bit. So uh, I found a contender series, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, after my contender series fight, they gave me that fight. Against Jordan Levitt mm-hmm. in, in April. April. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I, uh, I took a little time off, and then uh, I started training again. And I, ha- I've, I've, I got injured, so I needed to get surgery on that injury. And then uh, that had made me pull out of the first fight yeah, with him. Yeah, I remember. So I was already scheduled to fight him and stuff, so we had already been looking at him. And I had already—we had already been looking— at him for a very long time because uh, uh, he fought my friend Luke oh, in okay. the contender series. So we already kind of understood, uh, like, knew about him, and then he, he and then he started fighting in the UFC, and uh, and plus, I mean, I watch all, I, I watch, yeah, you watch, all, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're watching all the fights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I watch a lot of the fights. <laughs> I like. I have the ESPN app on my phone, so even if I'm not somewhere to watch it, I'll put it on my phone. I'll, I'll watch yeah. a few. There's always some that stick out more to me, so I'll like 
watch that particular one and then I'll, i won't watch like the next two or three sometimes or whatever mm-hmm. and then i would get back on you know what i mean so yeah. it just changes uh, depending how good the card is or or or, or whatever uh my favorite fighter is dustin poirier i like dustin i just i, I, I just like, I like he's dustin. got great sportsmanship yeah. and i, I, I like I, his boxing yeah, yeah and i like his style of fighting yeah. i was I, well he fought that that uh, night also with amanda nunez so he was like Who the main of, that night? oh i'm trying to remember who it was wasn't gaethje right no no it wasn't gaethje no it was no it wasn't connor was it Oliveira? no i was no, there no, oh my no. gosh how could i not who, who it did he have fight? Been who did he fight let me see i have the picture where i was like by the by the sign and he lost and there was a girl behind us she was crying because oh, yeah, <laughs> he lost, he lost. Yeah. no he, he, he is a good fighter uh. <laughs> yeah it was uh, i'm telling you like the fans like to be in a ufc fight card like an event that it's something else like i would definitely recommend it for anyone that loves Oh, like to go watch it live? To go watch oh, it live. Definitely. It's yeah, worth the to, money, for sure. You have to experience that. And yeah. The funny thing is that we actually had tickets to go see Shania Twain that same night. Mm-hmm. And then Carlos, my ex, was like, well, there's a UFC fight. And he's like, would you rather go to that? And I was like, oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah the, it's crazy. It's crazy. In there. Yeah. Like, the times that I've gone to go corner Diego and we're there, just, uh, just uh, the whole arena is so loud and just the mm-hmm. whole this the whole vibe in there it's crazy you know how wild it gets and uh and if you are a ufc fan or mma fan you should definitely yeah it's a I, like i said i've gone to two and i can't even imagine like you because you're in like the corner sometimes right with the fighters yeah, i've cornered i've cornered diego like pretty much his whole career even before he was in the ufc uh i cornered him and some pretty wild stories and shit that we have like with the weight cuts and all that stuff, it's 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 just it's just <laughs> stuff that. Yeah. yeah okay. No. Yeah. It, I it was um, UFC Fight Night two sixty nine. It was Dustin Poirier with. Um, oh, Oliveira. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I remember that night too. I was like, I was going for Dustin and my brother, the same brother that I told you that he's real. Like he's like, no, nah, Oliveira's gonna Oliveira's win. Oliveira's good though. Like he's like he's yeah, gonna yeah. Win. he's gonna yeah. take that one. I'll you see, like him. I like Dustin. Yeah, but damn, like I cannot say that he's gonna. I mean, not that he's not, not that he's gonna beat uh, Oliveira, but Oliveira's no joke. You know, like he's really good everywhere. You know, and that's the thing. Like uh, I never really pick, unless it's my, unless it's my boy Diego fighting. Then it's like, like when Diego fought Dustin. I mean, I wasn't a Dustin fan. You know what oh, I mean? Okay. Of course, I was gonna pick Diego's side. You know, but. Uh, after that, or even before that, I was a Dustin fan. I like his, his striking, you know. I think he's a really good boxer. Mm-hmm. And when he fought Diego, was I wasn't rooting for him. I was rooting for my boy. And then after that, uh, then I started rooting for him again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, let me see. I think, you know, and like we had talked about this. Um, I think a lot of the questions... Um, <clears throat> we've already kind of answered them as we were going along in conversation. Uh, and I'm going to run through these real quick. So, one here. What made you decide to start training to fight professionally versus just for fun? Mm. So, just training in general? Yeah. I started training and... Uh, like, at what, what made you say, like, you know what? 
I'm going to do this uh, professionally, and my goal is to get into the UFC. Like, at what point? Oh, okay, okay. So, yeah. Um, I never thought I was going to do this for a career, you know, like as, a, as, as my main job, I guess you can say. Um, I did my first two fights, and then after that, well, you know what? I did my first fight. After that, I was like, man, I lost. It left a bad taste in my mouth. I didn't want to, like, I was supposed to, like, losing I was. Losing hurt, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it sucks, you know? Yeah. And then you're losing in front of people. Yeah. You know? And, and then, like you and, said, people talk shit. And, yeah, and uh, and people are just, like, like they're just going to talk shit all the time. You know what I mean? So you can't, you can't stop that. But um, it sucks because, I mean, you put yourself... In, a, in in the middle of, of an arena and you fight in front of everybody and then I mean you had like you said like people are gonna talk shit so uh, it makes it hard right you put yourself like in a fishbowl so to speak like everybody's just gonna be looking at you and looking for things to criticize yeah exactly and uh, so I ended up losing my first fight and I was like man I can't just I had told my parents uh, I wanna say no my dad my dad wasn't my dad wasn't alive at that time no more. But but when I first started training, my parents would tell me, uh, uh, you better not think that this is going to be your your path or whatever, right? Like, I, we want you to go to school and, mm-hmm. and do this and, and, uh, and do something and this and that, right? Just like uh, any parent would, you know? Yeah. Uh, 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 like, I'm not saying that they're, they were wrong by saying that. Because it's more secure, I guess. It's like, more well, secure. Yeah. There's it's like a safety it. net. You have something yeah. to fall back on. Yes. And uh, and then when I lost my first fight, I was like, man, I know I said just one just to try it out, but I got to fucking do it again. Because I, I lost. It left a bad taste in my mouth, and I just had to get that win. So I fought again. Uh, I fought Sonny Luque in, in Laredo. And, uh, and, man, that fight was going so good. It was going, like, I was doing so good in that fight. And I got caught in a, in a submission, like, third round towards the end of the fight. And uh, and then I lost it again. I tapped. and But that's where I was talking about that argument you have. Like, look for a way out or you're going to tough it out. I felt like my mind wasn't that strong yet, you know. Yeah. When he got the submission on me. I heard the 10 second mark, mm-hmm. but I was in such panic and 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 uh, it got crazy in there. It got loud, the adrenaline and everything. I I looked for. It. I was like tap. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I was, I'm done here. Yeah. yeah, and and I wasn't used to that environment. I wasn't used to being put in that position yet. That's why I say it was like a fight or flight mode, and you were like, okay, I'm out. Yeah, I'm gonna. Flight, yeah. like right but now, I'm I shouldn't have. Now yeah. that I think about, it, I'm like, fuck! I was winning the whole fight. Why yeah. am I gonna look for that way out? Ten seconds before the fight is over, I had just had just heard the the clap, you know, and mm-hmm. I was like, eat ten seconds. And I remember hearing coach, uh, my coach Diego, yelling at me the time. But in my mind, I was like, fuck this! I'm out. You know, I tapped. Yeah. And but I, I also think that comes with the experience because I. Uh, Every fight, I've learned something, and um, even the ones that I've won, I've learned stuff, and, and the ones that I've lost, I've learned. And I, I think after that fight, I learned like, man, I can't be a bitch and tap. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Especially if yeah. if I'm so close to winning it. Yeah. You know, why am I gonna look for a way out? You know, and and yeah. and that's the whole point of of having of uh, being a fighter. Like, if you're just gonna quit every time, then why why even doing it? There's more to 
and this is where I like fighting a lot and what, where I've like boxing and like I said, I grew up watching boxing and fighting and, but fighters are different. They're built different than any other athlete because you, like you said, you're putting yourself in, in a, in a, in a ring or in an octagon and everybody's looking at you and they're just, you know, it's you and another, another guy. And it's like a mental battle and fighters, like I, I'm saying are built different because regardless if you win or lose, like you, and the losses mess with your head and you have to get back yeah, in the ring yeah. again. And you, people are going to like Manny Pacquiao, when he got knocked out, I was just telling you about it, when he got knocked out with, uh, I forget that. Uh, name, I Marquez. Juan, um, Marquez, Marquez. Right. Yeah. And he was like blacked out for like minutes yeah, and everybody yeah. was making fun of him for like days and memes and everything. And he got back in the ring. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think, yeah, that's like, what but, like, I mean, why are you laughing at that? That's some scary ass shit. Yeah. Like, it took wife, a long yeah. time for him to get up. Like, yeah, no, that was scary. But like, you know how people were just like laughing. No, and yeah, I know. <laughs> so I, I know. And, and they still to this day, though, I've seen memes sometimes randomly. It's him, you know, and I'm just like, yeah. damn, like if those people were in that position, they wouldn't like that either because. Yeah. I remember I mean, his wife was freaking out because yeah, he didn't I mean, wake up. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people were freaking out. His close family and friends, you yeah. know, because I mean, the, the, I. I pray to god that, that never happens to me you yeah know? it's a dangerous uh, sport for yeah. sure and um I, that's what i'm saying like the fighter has double meaning here because it's not just physically but also mentally yeah what you have to do to get yourself in the in the ring in the fight and then leading up to it or you know what whatever happens victory or loss right yeah i mean yeah like people are like oh he lost the fight it's like well yeah i mean it's a sport too you know and, and, and he lost the fight all right he lost it like, there's got to be a winner. There's got to be a loser. You know, and, and that's one thing that I've 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 uh, come to understand and just accept because uh, I'm not saying that that I that I'm not looking to win and I don't care if I win or if I lose, which I do. Right? Of course, everybody wants to win. Uh, but if you lose, it's like, well, fuck. All right. Well, let me just get back on. Let me see what I did wrong. Get better. And come back, you know. And I think there's even pressure if you win because people are going to want to see more next time or they expect more from you, right? So then you have that pressure when you win. Like, it feels good, but then also it's like, okay, okay, like, when you go to your next fight, I would imagine, like, if I was, like, in your position fighting and be like, okay, like, people expect me to win this time. So there's that added pressure, right? Well, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess... You're, yeah, you're right. You know, people expect for you to win. Yeah, there's more expectations but, uh, that come with victory. So each side has its thing, right? One of them hurts more than the other, but I feel like that's what makes fighters so unique, and that's why people just. But I mean, you shouldn't care what. Uh, yeah. Like, I don't care what people expect of me. Yeah. When I'm in the cage, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, man, I will get get in here for five minutes, <laughs> one round, and let, and, let me fight. And let me tell you what I expect from you, and let's see if you can pull it off. I doubt that very much. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like yeah. so I don't care what people expect from me. I just try to do what my coaches expect from me, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, whatever Coach Rick, Coach Safe, and uh, my Coach Diego tell me, yeah. like, I, I do that, you know? And uh, But you're right, you know, because when I first started fighting, it was always about, like, Oh, I wanna oh, like I gotta look good. I gotta look good. It's like nah, f- like fuck all that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I am not gonna lose this fight to impress the people that are out there and do some crazy shit just because they want they expect uh, yeah. a, a war or they expect me to just stand in there and throw blows and stuff. And and don't get me wrong, like I my style of fighting is uh, I like to box and I mm-hmm. like to wrestle. 
but I don't like to get hit. <laughs> you know, and, and, and you shouldn't. So, so uh, uh, I like to use my hands and move and stuff. I like to use my footwork, and I'm just not gonna sit there and stand there and and and, and throw down with somebody just to please the fans. It's not like no, this shit hurts too. You know, like mm-hmm. I don't want to go home all stupid and hit. You know what I mean? I'm trying to take care of myself too. No, so yeah. when I retire. I'm good to go, and I can continue doing other stuff, you know? Yeah. What would you do if you weren't... Okay, like, let's say if you weren't fighting. That was one of the questions, actually. And I think now is, a, like, a good time to go insert and ask it. Like, what would you do if you weren't fighting? What do you think you would be doing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I wanted to be a cop. You wanted to be a cop? Yeah, when, before I started training and shit, I wanted to be a, a cop. Um... But you know, you know how I told you I got into some shit and, yeah. and all that, you know, and my mom had to get me out of all that. So that kind of just went out the window. Mm-hmm. Uh, I messed that up for myself. And then uh, I did uh, I did the oil rigs for a little bit to help my mom get out of all that mm-hmm. debt that I put her in. Okay. And then, uh, I, you know, I, I don't know what I'd be doing if it wasn't for that. For sure, I wouldn't be working in the oil rigs. I hated those two years working out there. <laughs> well, I did the refineries for like a year. And then I, I heard did the it's like tough there. Just yeah, physically, it's, like it's hard demanding. work. You know, respect uh-huh. to all those guys that like do it for a living and like have been stuck with it for years. I have mm-hmm. a, a really good friend of mine, uh, Beto. You met him too. Uh, I think you met him. I don't know if you met him or not, but I mean, he was he did it for years, and uh, his dad still does it to this day. His his dad is like he's moved up, you know, oh, okay. and, and he's up there and. Um, in position and he's actually the one who got me the job in the rigs you know uh, so I mean I have a lot of respect for those for the guys that stuck to it and, and, and do it uh, because it's hard you know it is hard a lot of people don't see what they have to go through and, and I mean you, you gotta leave for weeks and then come back home and then chill and shit and mm-hmm. I know a lot of people here in the valley do that and uh, and uh, they work also like regardless of the weather conditions right? yeah yeah yeah, it's like, I hate it when it was it's super cold outside right now. And over there, it's like, I don't care if you're cold or not. You got to be out there yeah. doing what you got to do. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, it, it is it is tough. Uh, I didn't enjoy it at all. Um, but, I mean, the money is good. And I did get, I did help my mom out with what I wanted to help her out with. So, that was the goal. Yeah. Uh, and. Uh, is it safe to say, though, that, um, I, th- I think so, that this is, like, you're passionate about this. Like, fighting um, you're doing something that, you know, when people say, like, follow your passion or, like, oh, yeah. I mean, your dreams, I, I, like, you're doing it. Yeah, I feel super... Uh, fulfilled. Uh, fulfilled and, and blessed, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, and, I mean, I believe in God and stuff, you know. Like, uh, I'm not going to sit here and say, like, oh, I'm super religious. But I try to be a good person and... Uh, and and, and and I believe in him, and I know he's helped me out so much. You know, uh, he has blessed me to do what I love every single day. Mm-hmm. And and don't get me wrong, it's been hard, but but I mean, he always he always helps me out. Like, yeah. He's always there. He's a, he he makes sure that I got what I need to to continue doing what I love. And uh, yeah, for sure. And, uh, and yeah, I, I, mean, I think it's I think it's awesome. You know that you put in the work and you're doing something that you truly love, and you're like. I look at your, like, Instagram post or, you know, what you're doing is you're doing what you love all day, every day. 
right? Yeah. You're yeah. working out. Yeah. You're yeah. I mean, if I'm not if I'm not training for myself, I'm uh, you're helping somebody. I'm, I'm else helping train. somebody train. You know. Yeah. And and right now. Uh, this is the way I feel about these guys that I'm training right now. So I'm training a kid named Kike. He's from Cancun. Oh, okay. I think uh, I saw him. I'm training uh, uh, this guy Richard. Uh, Richard, he used to train. He started training with me at the UFC gym when I used to work there. Uh, right when it opened, he was one of my students, and he stuck with me ever since. And I was like, man, you know what? I'm gonna invest a little bit of time on this guy because he's shown me that he he. He shows up, you know, mm-hmm. and man, he's gotten, he's gotten. And I bet that really makes good. you feel good that you're contributing to that and yeah, helping yeah, him, and, right? Yeah, and I was gonna get into that because, and, and then I'm, um, there's this girl named Itel. Uh, I just went to go corner. She her. just fought. She right? just fought this, mm-hmm. this past weekend, and she's been around the MMA scene for so long. She used to go to STFC fights when she was a little girl. Her parents would take her, and she just, uh, I don't know what gym she first started training at. But I know at one point she was training at uh, Frank Trevino's gym, and she was doing her Muay Thai there. And then, uh, I mean, I don't know what happened. The, the, she stopped. She stopped training there after certain sort of uh, certain years. Uh, I know there's certain good terms and stuff, but she moved on, and then she she started training at another gym. So like she, and there's nothing wrong with that. She's gotten bits and pieces from different coaches that have helped her and at the end of the day it's like she's trying to get somewhere you know so she needs to do that you know and i do that too uh i, I put my i train i like to train with other coaches and basically learn. using your resources yes. like best, the yeah. best of the best or like getting what you can in different yeah areas. and and she's done that like uh she's done that she's trained with the best people here and how Valley. old is she she looks young she's 20 I oh think she gosh. just turned 20, yeah. And yeah. she's been training since, like, 13, Oh, I think. my God. Yeah, yeah. so... Uh, yeah, I saw um, that you were there um, in her corner, and I was like, yeah, she looks so young. And then you're telling me that she's, like, been through all these, like, coaches. Like, whoa, so she's... Yeah, like, like uh, I wouldn't say she's experienced cage. Yeah, like, no, like, competitive fight. Uh-huh. Yeah, but... Uh, but she is experienced. She has the skills. Yeah, she has the skills. And she's a, she's a good fighter, you know? Uh, uh, her And... Her parents support her so much, you know. Yeah. So I've I've been training her. I, I helped her get ready for this last fight. Uh, been training Kike. It's a little hard to keep can be consistent with him because he's not from here. He's from Cancun. Uh, and I've been training Richard, and I've cornered Itzel twice. And uh, and I'm not saying she won because I cornered her, but I was there for her two first fights, and she won those two. Uh, and then Kike, I cornered him once. So much happened to him that fight camp. I mean, no excuses. He lost whatever. So uh, he lost his first fight. But we're trying to get that win, the next one. You know, so I'm I'm gonna help him out too, and and, and make sure he gets that victory. And then Richard, he fought his first fight a couple months ago, or like a month ago in Houston uh, for Elevate. Uh, and damn, he did so good. I was just so proud. You know, I was just like, man, like. I'm helping these people out with their dreams and 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 that like mm-hmm. fills yeah. me. You know what I mean? No, I, yeah. I feel, I feels good. You know, it's like I'm doing something right. You know, uh, I'm not just wasting with the things that I've known on dumb shit. You know, and uh, and I'm helping somebody else get to where they want to get to. Mm-hmm. And and it feels good. You yeah, know? I I imagine that it does. And um, <clears throat> I was gonna ask. Uh, 
is there anything, and I asked this um, to Jose too, because I, I, I want to ask this for anybody that I bring on, you know, that I interview, but is there anything that you want to share with um, listeners, not just like fighting wise, but like I, I feel like everybody has like a motto or like a phrase that they like to live by to help them like move forward. You know, like when shit gets like tough in your head, it's, um, I don't know. I, I feel like everybody has one. Um, I'll, I'll share my mom's when she's super like, you know, when she's going through, you know, her stuff or whatever. And she's just, when I see her just like overwhelmed or stressed, she always just says like, God is great. She's like, God is great. I just have to remember God is great. Everything's going to be okay. And I'm fine. You know, and that's kind of how she gets herself. Going again. Going yeah. And Jose, I really liked his. I thought we were laughing. It was like, it gave me chills because his is, um, I can, I will, and I must. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've heard him so say So I, yeah, have you heard him say it? So I don't know if you have one or if you have something. I mean, it... I'm not going to say I have one that I tell myself. I just, when I go through a hard time and shit, <laughs> I just kind of like, like, Fuck, suck it up and move on, you know what I mean? Like, like, if I just sit here and just bitch about it, like, what am I going to get out of that? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I go through hard times, uh, and I kind of just, I right, fuck it, just focus on your, your shit and do what you got to do. And, and uh, everything, I was, I've told people this before, like, everything always works out, you know, when you do that. I mean, it has for me, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. uh Sometimes I go through, through like, sometimes I don't feel like doing anything. Sometimes I just, like, you know, I feel like uh, I'm going through a little, like, like, uh, like depressed, I guess. A yeah. little, you know what I mean? Like, everybody goes through certain little stages, you know, of how they feel. I, I'm like you, because I was thinking, I'm like, do I have one? I really don't, like, I, I don't think I do, because, and, and agree with me or not, but, like, if this is like negative self-talk or what, but if I'm, if I'm really like just struggling with something mentally, if I'm going through like shit, um, I just thought, okay, give yourself a day or two, whatever, feel like shit, you know? And then when I start to feel like a little better, I'm like, stop being a little bitch. Just get up. Like, yeah. Just get up and do it. You're not the only yeah. one that's going through shit. Just yeah. get over it. And yeah, move on. yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like you, you're not a little bitch. Like get up. And yeah. no, I seriously tell myself that. And like call yeah, it. I tell so, myself that too. <laughs> yeah, like tell you, call it negative talk or whatever. But it works on me. Like the little tough love that I give myself is like you're not a little bitch. Get up. Yeah. So. <laughs> and, 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 and you know what? Like it's good that you tell yourself that because, yeah. uh, so, I mean, fuck, like. I mean, you got to check yourself. You yeah, check I mean? yourself. Yeah, yeah. I'm constantly and, checking myself. And uh, I'm not going to say that. Like, there's certain people who can do that to me, and I'll respect. Yeah, no, you yeah. Know? Uh, I don't like it when people try to do that to me, and, and and it's like, I don't even, you don't even know me, and I don't even know No, you, no, you know I know exactly like, what you mean, because there's already those certain people that you have, you know, in mentally listed that's like, if you talk shit to me, like, I'm going to take it because I know it's coming from a good place. I know I respect you. Yeah. You have the, you have merit to say that. And then there's some people it's like, no, like, who do you think you are to say yeah. that to me? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, no, I totally get that because from some people I'll take it very well. And from others, it's like, no, 
Yeah. No, it's it's not the same. But yeah, I do tell myself that because I don't. Ha- I was thinking about it when I'm writing this question and I ask it to people because there is a. I don't know if you know this guy, and I was telling Jose about him too. Um, Nick Bear, he was in the army, and now he's like, um, he does ultra marathons and he does like Ironmans, and then he does. Um, he has like a, a gym, and then he meal preps and has like these protein. Like he's got like a company going, and his phrases go one more. So when he feels like he's going to give up or wants to give up or like, oh, like he's working out and it's hard. He's like, no, I just tell myself, go one more. And that keeps me like going, yeah. going. And yeah. then, well, David Goggins has to stay hard. Like, stay you got to stay hard. You got to stay hard. Like, no, you got. OK, you won. OK, that's fine. Like, what's next? Stay hard. Stay hard. And he was a Navy SEAL. And I'm actually reading a book right now. Um, I forget the title, but it's written by a Navy SEAL. And he's like in the SEAL training they tell us like the victories don't matter like you got to keep going like yeah. what's next yeah, yeah, like yeah. what's next like okay like you won or you you're you you accomplish something you don't stop there like you got to keep going to the next yeah. thing and the next thing and that's kind of how they keep them like mentally strong strong yeah so yeah i, I think I, i'm like you i don't have a motto i just kind of tell myself like get up yeah and yeah well i mean just be straightforward and shit yeah. you know? i check and, myself yeah um i go like uh I don't know. You just got to be straightforward with yourself. No, yeah. and just tell no, don't yourself, get me wrong. You know? I do like some days are real hard and I'm like, man, fuck this. Fuck everything. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to. And I just have that moment to myself because I don't want to be spreading that. Yeah, but you to need other, to do that. To yeah. other people. It just kind of like I go in my shell and I'm just like, let me deal with it mentally. And then I'm ready to come back out. Yeah. And then I tell my, that's when I tell myself like, no, nah, it's enough. It's enough. Let's go. Yeah. yeah, let's go. Shake it off and. Keep going. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's true. Uh, I think the hardest one for me, like that, was to just let it go and just keep going. Was uh, when my dad passed, you know. Yeah. And, uh, no. And uh, uh, man, it took me pff, like a year and a half to kind of just be at peace with it and be like, you know what, he's gone. He's in a better place, and I just need to move on already. And, yeah. And stop holding on to that, you know. Yeah. But I do use that so much motivation for me, you know, like. Like you said, like he's him, he's my wife, you know, my mom's my wife, you know, so. uh, My, I can't even imagine how hard it is to lose a parent or like a sibling or, you know, somebody that close to you because um, January, so it's already going to be like two years. Um, My ex-husband's mom, my mother-in-law, she passed away from nine-year battle with cancer. Oh, wow. And, you know, she was, she was a tough lady. She was super, like, she, she was hardcore. She fought so long, and when she passed away, I legit went crazy. And she wasn't even my mom. And she wasn't even, like, I'm going to be, you know, I'm always up front. I'm always direct. She wasn't even one of my favorite people. You know, me and her had her moments. But when she died, I was like, this is life. You know, people are going to die. And it hit me hard, and I was like, whoa, this freaking sucks. Like, it sucks because you don't get a second chance. Like, that's yeah. it. You don't know. Because she was fine for nine years. So I guess in my head, I was like, she's going to fight this. Like, she's going to be okay. Nine she, years? Yeah. Damn, that's a then long she, time. Then she passed away. And then it was like a shock to me. Like, oh, shit. She actually did die of cancer. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You hear about it, but until it happens it hits, to you it and it hits you, you're like. And I went crazy for a little bit. I did. I went crazy. And I, I took time for my, it was a long, 
I had to go to therapy and everything. And it was, she wasn't even my mom. So that's why I'm like, I can't even imagine if it would have been like one of my parents, but that changed me so much. And that's my why, because after that, I noticed like a new version of myself was born and I'm just like fearless. Like, I just don't give a shit about stuff. It's like, I can die next week. I can't like, you know, yeah, you're yeah. just gone like that. And, and I'm and like, that's crazy. You say that because I feel like that after my dad passed. Yeah. Uh, Man, like, but I was I was real close with him, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, like, uh, he was a uh, he was a diabetic. I'll go into it a little bit. He was diabetic, and uh, and uh, so for a while he couldn't see from both eyes. I would have to like uh, hold him and tell mm-hmm. him like, oh, ten more steps, you know, like that, there's, there's my dad, be something that's here. happened to my dad, like uh, mm-hmm. stuff like that, you know. And then he got surgery one eye. He was able to see from one eye so and then it was became a little bit easier but i was always still with him i would drive him around everywhere uh everything he, like he would tell me hey let's go to the store right, i'll take him to the store let's go buy something to eat. i'll take him to go buy something to eat. man but my parents uh I, I didn't have a bad like childhood my mm-hmm. parents were my mom is still like real good you mm-hmm. know what i mean like yeah i'm blessed that god blessed me with them too you know and yeah. i wouldn't have changed it uh but my dad was real strict with me and my brother, you know, and and uh, he would make us work. If he was like, all right, you guys want to do something this weekend? Okay, you guys got to work. You guys got to earn it. And he showed me a lot of stuff. Uh, he showed me how to uh, just how to be, just how to be real, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, like like how to be t- like. And I'm not saying that I'm perfect because I know I'm not, you know. But uh, I, at least I can admit that, you know. There's there's people who can't even admit oh, that they think that that. They're God's gift to earth and the shit. The delusion is, yeah, like, yeah. The shit don't stink. But, uh, mm-hmm. like, I mean, like, I can say I learned that from him. Like, he's always been one to be like, mm-hmm. like, uh, to check to check yourself when you need to get checked, you know, because, and you need to allow it, not get upset, because uh, it just makes you, it just makes you a better person, easier to be around with. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, I, like I said before, like I try to just stick with people who, who I know are going to be good for me, you know. And um, yeah, um, I'm fortunate. I feel fortunate too. Like I did have a good childhood, also, and I, luckily I still have both of my parents. And me and Amos talk about this all the time. It's so funny because both of my parents are real like I don't give a shit type people. Like yeah. I grew up watching them, you know, just interact that way with people. It's kind of like. I don't care. Like, yeah. would they, you know, who are you? Like, you know what I mean? There were just people that were always, like, kept it real. Both yeah. of my parents. Like, my mom and my dad. So, it's like, we laugh about it because Amos like, you've always been this way. And I'm just like, well, I guess I, I have to thank my parents for that. Because yeah. I was raised in that, you know, mindset and that environment. Yeah. And I now I see that that's, that's a real gift. Because, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Uh... It, it is good to feel like that, you know? Yeah, because I, I don't have anything to hide, and I, I feel comfortable, like, with myself. Like, yeah. I think that's the most important thing. Like, I feel comfortable with myself. It's like, you don't like it? It's okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Like, I mean, you shouldn't yeah change or, any, or any, anything for anybody, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, if you don't want to be kicking with me and stuff, right, well, then don't be around me. That's fine with me. Like, that's it's all good. good. Yeah. yeah. No, I get it. And th- that... Um, is actually one thing that I didn't want to also point out because you're a very private person. You're very private. And I noticed that you have a very tight like circle of people. And I know that's... If you're like me, that's intentional because you know that whoever you bring into your space is going to affect like 
how you think or how you, you know, it's going to affect your whole vibe. And I don't know if, I could be wrong, maybe you're not doing it intentionally, but. Well, I, I mean, uh, I just try to keep everybody around me who I know is uh, mm. good people, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, I always saw because because a lot of, uh, there's people who be like, oh, a lot of people know who you are and this and that. It's like no, a lot of people don't know who, like they know my name and they know what mm -hmm. I do and stuff. But a lot of people don't know me, and uh, uh, the people that do know me is because I have allowed them to to uh, come into my life and stuff, you know. And and I'm not saying that I'm a super special person and this yeah. and that, right? Mm -hmm. But there's certain, I mean, you know, like, there's certain people that you like to hang out with, you know, and uh, and you feel good around them, you know. So, I mean, I do have my set of, of group of friends that I like to kick it with. And, man, I'm still close friends with two, with three of my friends from high school, you know, yeah. and uh, and uh, super good friends. Like, I was just hanging out with one last night. And then... Uh, I think uh, that says a lot about a person. Um, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, that's a lesson that I learned not that long ago because you see people with many friends or they're always like out with a lot of people and I feel like that's not always best because I've noticed that with people like that it's like as easily as they brought you in that's as easily as out there they're going to get you out yeah like you're not that special so I learned that I'd rather have like real authentic relationships with my friends that are going to take time to build versus like, oh, I'm going to be friends with the old, like, you know, or I'm going to be friends with all these people. And then it's like not real and it's going to fade quickly. And I spent all this energy on this person and now they're kind of gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of like where I've learned as I've gotten older to be like more protective, I guess, of my time. And that's why I'm kind of like, I don't give my time to just anybody. And that's kind of what, I talked to Amos also, like, that's what I really like about you because I've noticed that from day one that you're just kind of like, no, like, I'm good. Or like you say, like, no, like, you pick and choose and you're, like, taking care of your personal space, in other words. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I kind of just, I don't care what anybody else is doing, you know, yeah. as long as it doesn't <laughs> affect me and you don't bring me into your mess and your, yeah. like, bullshit, like... I can and you and if you respect me, I respect you. You know, like yeah. I don't care what you've done in the past or who you've done things with or or whatever. You know, uh, uh, I have so many friends. I mean, well, I, I have I have friends that I like am cool with and I connect with very well that do things that are not even about MMA. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like like it's just we talk and we chop it up and we get along and stuff. But of course, like like. Uh, like, man, I, but I also have my group of friends that are, like, family, you know, to me. And those are the people that I, I know that are in for my best interest and yeah. stuff. And, uh, uh, like, I mean, I'm, I'll mention a few. Like, uh, like I know Diego. Diego is, like, my brother. And mm -hmm. people are going to be like, oh, yeah, well, he's your coach. You're always with him and shit. You know what I mean? It's like, well, yeah, well, but that's the thing. We're always with each other because we can stand each other because yeah. we're a good vibe together and shit. Mm -hmm. You know, like, he's not hating on what I'm doing and I'm not hating on what he's doing. I'm trying to help him build and he's trying to help me do the same. So why wouldn't I give him praise for that? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, uh, Amos, you know, uh, like, Amos has I introduced me to you guys and, and, and you guys have been uh, real with me always, you know, always kept it cool and stuff so i like topping it up with you guys um like my friend beto you know uh 
Like, and these guys I've known for so long, you know, I've known him for years and years. I've known him since junior high. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, so yeah, uh, um, and I I've talked I've talked to him about it um, that I really like the way you're just kind of careful and you know there's a process to like being your friend that I I feel like that's admirable like because I like I was telling you some people are just like anybody 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 comes it's like no no I've learned that that's not the best approach at least not for me because it's a lot of energy. That yeah. you're bringing into yourself and you have to be careful. So I really like that about you. That you're just kind of like slowly, work slowly when you're making like new friends. And I just wanted to throw that out there because I think that a lot of people, and like how I said at the beginning, that they see you and they see you so mysterious and so quiet and everything. And it's like, um, I, I think that that has helped Um you know, people respect you because that's how I respect you. That, you know, I, that in other words, there's, it's not easy to access you. And that's, a, that's to me, that's a good thing Yeah. because you shouldn't just have, give that access to anybody. You see, and, and, and uh, that comes also, I feel like around the people you hang out with, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like, uh, like Diego's the same way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no, like, yeah. I know I keep bringing yeah. him up, but. It's like I'm around that guy so much, you know what I mean? So like, he's yeah. the same, exactly the same way, you know. Um, like another person I look up to a lot is my coach from Dallas, and he's the same way, yeah. you know what I mean? Like he doesn't just let anybody into his gym if you want to train there, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like he's real picky about who go who mm-hmm. who he's gonna spend, who he's gonna let his team be around. Yeah, you know, and he always says that like he, he's always about if if, uh, if you're loyal to the team. And you show respect and stuff. Like I'm gonna help you out, yeah. and, and that's one thing that he told me too. When, when I first met him, he's all like, uh, "Keep being, keep being the way you're being, and uh, keep doing what you're doing, and I'm gonna help you get to the UFC." Mm-hmm. That's what he told me, and I was like, "Well, fuck, mm-hmm. all right." And uh, and and it's it's one thing that he's always said. Like like uh, I see the way that you're loyal with Diego and all this stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, so. I guess I've gained his respect because of that. No, yeah. You know, and uh, <clears throat> and I so feel like just... that's how people that I know that know you, like mutual, like they're not close with you, but like other people, you know, because you fight and you know, um, they've gone and trained with you, or for whatever reason they know you, and they're like that's what they say about you, and like I I see it, and I think that's why we're talking like that. When you're that way, people have this admiration and respect because it's you don't have easy access. Yeah. to this person and I think that's the way it should be I think that's you know it's tough out there yeah it should it should be like that mm-hmm. yeah, especially in nowadays and shit you know uh, yeah I mean I, I ain't trying to get onto all that <laughs> but yeah but especially now you know and, yeah uh, yeah it's, I think it's like it comes with age and we're just kind of like I just, it is I, what it is. We've, we've, yeah. we've got to be this way. I'm just grateful for everybody who I've, I've had in my life. And the people who are uh, cross paths with me and are not in my life with them, that's cool, too. You know, like, for whatever reason, we didn't link mm-hmm. up and stay friends or, or whatever. You know, but uh, I'm just grateful for everybody who I who has stayed and I have. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, yeah, I mean. Yeah. Well, thanks, Victor, for this interview <laughs> thank so, you guys for listening yeah. uh, what is it do you want to like close off with anything that you want to tell people some oh, okay. like well, uh, motivation advice nah I mean 
Nah, I mean, they'll figure it out themselves. It's like I, everybody else has to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh, but I will be fighting February 25th in uh, Vegas against Jordan Levitt. So make sure y'all tune in and show some support. I'll be making some shirts. Uh, if you don't have my Instagram, uh, it's Victor underscore Martinez 91. Hopefully you guys tune in and um, yeah.